Hey gang, this is John Syatt. Well, one of the things that I believe we have to bring to the table in order to be successful in life at anything that we want to be successful at is the right attitude. Attitude is exceptionally important. In fact, I believe that it is the defining characteristic, the foundational cornerstone of those who are highly successful, having the right attitude. Let me just share with you a story. So there's this group of women who get together on a monthly basis, the civic group, and they will invite someone who's an expert or a professional at some particular thing, some particular skill. It could be they're an attorney, a doctor, they could be uh, uh, an athlete, or this particular situation, in this particular meeting that they had, they brought in a piano virtuoso. Now, this woman was a concert pianist. She would play for audiences of thousands of people at a time. She was that good. And they were fortunate enough in their small group of about 12 women to have this concert pianist come in and play for them for about 30 to 45 minutes. And when she was done performing absolutely beautifully, of course, the women in the civic group stood up and gave her a standing ovation. And one of the women in the group said to the virtuoso, to the concert pianist, I would give anything to play the piano like you. And the piano virtuoso looked at her and said, no, you wouldn't. And the woman who paid the compliment was absolutely shocked that the, uh, the, the pianist said that. And she said, no, really, I would. I would give anything. And again, the pianist said to her, no, you wouldn't. But please, don't be offended by that. My point is this, that if you were willing to give anything to play the piano like me, you would have already done that. Talk about a very important point, gang. See, our attitude or beliefs about things affect ultimately what we do and then ultimately who we are or what we're capable of. It reminds me of this idea of coachability. See, most people, when they're in junior high or high school, if they want to get into a sport or they want to play a musical instrument or they want to learn any sort of group activity or individual activity that requires skill, It's very commonplace that people would get a coach, a piano teacher, for example, or a voice teacher to learn how to sing, or a a swim coach to learn how to swim, right? We wouldn't look at those situations and say, well, it's abnormal to have a coach. But let me ask you a question as an adult. Do you think it's abnormal to have a coach? See, I think most people, the average person looks at it and says, well, I don't need a coach. I'm not Tiger Woods. I'm not Michael Jordan. I don't need a coach. I'm not trying to win a game. And the fact is, well, you are trying to win a game. It's the game of life. It's the game of real estate or whatever your business is. So my question for you is this. Are you coachable? Do you bring the right attitude to your circumstances to be willing to set aside your ego to go through the process of being coachable, to be coached, so that you can get to a higher level of achievement and whatever it is in life that you want to be better at? Well, let me just review with you. There are four levels of coachability. And as I go through these, I want you to think about which one you are. The first one is not coachable. Now, these people only listen to one voice, and it's that little voice in their own head. This voice says that, you know what? I don't need to learn anything. I got it all figured out. Nobody's going to teach me anything. And if they were to try to, it wouldn't be good as what I know. They already know everything that they believe that they need to know in order to be successful. Now, look. We all know somebody or some people like this. My suspicion is it isn't any one of you listening to this because otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. 
The second level of coachability is selectively coachable. Now, these people will do what a coach will ask them to do. In other words, they'll they'll get a coach, but they will selectively decide what they're going to follow, what advice the coach gives them that they will actually follow. They listen to that small voice in their brain, and it tells them at times that the coach doesn't know what he or she's talking about or that the advice that the coach is giving is not the best advice. So they will cherry pick what they're going to choose to do based upon the coach's advice. Number three, reluctantly coachable. Now these people are pretty rare. These are the people who will do everything that the coach asks them to do, but they do it reluctantly. They're not all in. You know, they don't take a a, a plunge into the pool. You know, they put their toe in and then they'll get the leg in and then they'll get, you know, waist deep and then they'll get chest deep. It takes them time, they're reluctant. Now, these people have that little voice, but it's not in control as much as the non-coachable or the selectively coachable people. And they will say to themselves, well, you know, I don't know that this is going to work for me, or I don't even know if it's going to work at all. You know, I don't, I don't know if the coach really knows what he or she is talking about. And as a result, the experience that they have with coaching isn't what it could be if they were at the fourth level of coachability, which is completely coachable. Now, this sort of person is extremely rare. These are the people who do everything that the coach asks them to do. And they take that little voice and they surrender it. They put it in a box. They lock it up. They don't listen to it. It may be there, but they do not listen to it. See, they give up on the idea that they know everything or that there's nothing for them to learn. So that when the coach suggests something, they're all in. They immerse themselves in the coach's advice and they just simply, with blind faith, with trust, just move forward with that new approach. So gang, where do you find yourself in those four levels of coachability? Are you non-coachable? Are you selectively coachable? Are you reluctantly coachable? Or are you completely coachable? Just remember this. Those who are highly successful in life, no matter what they do, if they want to get to the next level, they should have, or in most cases, they do have a coach. So my question for you is, do you have a coach? Are you being coached? And what level of coachability are you? Give these things some thought, and as usual, I'll see you at the top.